Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast is the darkest timeline, and a bit of a different one this week. A lot less stuff from the week, a lot more entertainment. If you're not here for the entertainment section of the podcast, maybe give this one a miss. Literally. We're talking like 60-40 on this one, I'm afraid. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And uh, yes, share the podcast around. That's the main one. Share the podcast around. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, The Darkest Timeline. doing you all right yeah good like i always say i have to presume that you're saying yes today is one of the examples of where you could do the right thing or what would possibly be the wrong thing and actually make the decision to do the right thing I was, uh, yeah, I was possibly going to leave. So it's it's Tuesday, which I know what you're thinking. Hang on, Tuesday. What happened to Monday? Um, yeah, Monday got busy. Tuesday got busy. It's twenty past ten. Um, Wednesday's going to be busy. So that would have left it till Thursday. It's not really a Monday podcast then, is it? Or, record it now. And uh, it's still, you know, still. Super weird podcast this week. Um, lots of... Um, lots of the entertainment stuff and almost nothing from the week. Which... Strange. I know, but um, <clears throat> let's get the climbing stuff out of the way first. Of first and foremost, um, I had a victory, a climbing-related victory. <clears throat> I've got these two, these two routes that I've been fighting with for weeks now, uh, and one morning I was like, right, one of these, both of these, some of the, something needs to go. Something has to be conquered today, otherwise I'm just wasting my time. <coughs> so I spent ages on one of the two. And ultimately, couldn't do it. So I was like, oh. Because what that means is that I'm going to have to do the other one. And the other one's not exactly any easier. So, oh, so I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll just try, see how it goes. So, uh, gave it a go, usual sort of tried, couldn't do it. I was like, well, options right now are go back to the one that I've spent like 
half an hour trying to do and can't do, or I have to conquer this one. So I was like, right, let's do this one. So I go back up, um, and it's a, it's a lot of combinations. So um, leaning, like holding one direction, leaning in the opposite direction, trusting one foot to be secure in one place whilst moving the other foot to something that you basically can't see to then, once you get in that position, to be secure and reach up to finish, to finish the climb. I got to the, I got like two, two thirds of the way through that, that I've just described there and was like, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it. Um, and Ed's calling up to me, he's like, oh, you've just got to do this and you've just got to do that. And, oh, if you just do this, you can do it. And I'm just like, so I took a deep breath. I closed my eyes, which, you know, closed eyes, deep breath, all of that. And was like, it, it, it was one of those, it was like, this has to be now. This has to be done now. So it's one of those occasions where I've just got to put faith into doing it. So I put all the pieces into place, pushed, reached up, grabbed the last hold, double tap. There may have been a slap involved in there somewhere and came back down, ticked that one off. Um, I was absolutely buzzing for the rest of the day. One of those, it was a, a super achievement in a lot of ways. Um, big win, etc, etc. Does mean that I've still got this one last one to do. I think I've only got this week and next week. Or this week and next, and like a couple of days next week to get it done before it's gone. So not, not all that long. And I don't feel confident. I think that's a big part of the problem. Um, I'm going to go on to talk about some stuff uh, that I've watched this week. Um, but before I get there, I need to talk about something else. Um, I had to watch a couple of things this week on YouTube. Now, in my experience, YouTube is good for a video here and there. Um, if you need to, if you need help on a game. Um, if you need to know how to fix something, uh, stuff like that. Um, and if you're watching on a device that has an ad blocker, like the device I'm using right now, steady away. No worries, no problems, no dramas. However, if you're using YouTube on... <laughs> A device that doesn't have an ad blocker, TV, uh, phone, iPad, you know, other devices you would use to watch YouTube. It's basically unusable. Now, I know I've talked about this before, but 
Um, I uh, I wanted to watch a stand-up special. So, you know, we're looking an hour minimum. So, obviously, you've got to get through the first two adverts before it'll even start. So, there's that. You're like, oh, my word, just get on with it. Then, we're into the stand-up special. And away we go. However, it's not not quite as smooth as that because every few minutes no matter what is going on in that stand-up special it's interrupted mid-sentence by adverts by unskippable adverts it's it's obnoxious so if you think think what that's like for an hour Oh, that that's you know. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I'm now watching an advert taking me completely out of what was happening. By the time you get back to the stand-up special, you can't even remember what the comedian was talking about. I don't understand what their business model is. I understand that there are you know. Individual things that have basically just turned into advert devices. Um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, they are both just, they are more advert than content at this stage. Um, and I, you know, there's a part of me that gets it, you know, if, you know, if you're getting something for free, um, podcasts are becoming awful for it now. So the way um, a couple of the podcasts I've been listening to recently, a way that they've started doing adverts is they will put them in the middle of a sentence. And they will also match the tone of the advert to the tone of the podcast so for a few seconds you don't realize that it's an advert and then you're like oh let me just skip and then you skip too far and you got to go back but then you go back and you're back in the advert and well what do i do now do i skip forward and miss a bit or do i wait and but a couple of them have become really bad for it i was listening to one this evening was working out and I was like oh wow you've really found a way to slip those adverts in and they are super annoying now I am a man who's well known for not enjoying adverts <coughs> I work on the principle that I'm pretty much as much of a consumer as you can get if I if I want or need something, then then that's that. I don't I can't say that there's been a time where I'm like, oh, you know, somebody managed to sell me something. So adverts are completely lost on me and are just purely an annoyance. They serve no purpose to me in my life. Which makes it really difficult when everything's geared towards Oh, let's try and sell you something that you have no interest in. Um, but yeah, YouTube is just... Just unwatchable at this point in time. Um, 
by the way, enjoy enjoy the podcast if you're listening to it on YouTube right now. Um, had a realization really recently. Um, I know that I was saying, I think it was last week. I was saying, oh, you know, I mean, I realized that I was going through a depression. Um, and that was kind of, that was kind of a thing. That was kind of that. Um, and in the last week, I've put a lot of thought into why that is, what that is, what it looks like, what it feels like. Um, and I had this realization. And on one hand, it's good to know where things are coming from. It's good, it's good to know why you feel a particular way. And on another hand, not a great realization. So I realized that I I suffered some severe trauma at this time of year previously. So X number of years ago, at this time of year, I had some severe trauma. And the only re- the only reason I realized what was happening was because I found myself reliving various different aspects of this trauma. And I was like, well I thought I'd moved on. I thought I'd, I wasn't spending I wasn't spending t- as much time on this, you know. It, it it comes up in my life, but it's I don't feel like this was something that I was dealing with on a daily basis. Now I'm dealing with it on on an almost minute by minute basis. So what has happened there? What's gone on? What's going on? And I'm like it was that point where I went, oh, wow. This is the time of year that that happened. Now, like I say, great, wonderful, fantastic. It's good to have an understanding of where you are from a mental health perspective, to understand better what's going on with you, to understand where where you are, where you're coming from, better help other people. I've been able to have conversations off the back of this by saying, look, I've I've realized recently that I'm depressed and I think it's probably because of the time of year it is. Um, I've talked at length before about how Christmas is not exactly the best time of year for me. But the realization of, yeah, but October and November are also not good times of the year for me. Um, And then that sinking realization of going, well, hang on a minute, does that mean that this is this is how it's going to be going forward is this is this going to be it like every come every october it's going to be like sinking crushing depression for what i worked out would be essentially 4 months of the year well that sounds like loads of fun doesn't it um like i say you know it has helped Having that realization that that's, you know, that's what's going on. Um, it hasn't helped to get past it. It hasn't helped to move past um, that. But, you know, it's something. Um, weirdly... 15 minutes into this podcast, weirdly, the last thing for the week is this. Um, I was ill. 
Um, and it was my absolute favouritest kind of ill. Because I was ill on a weekend. That's right, ladies and gents. The best possible illness you can have is one that spans a weekend. So, um, Saturday evening, late Saturday evening, I was like, whatever I've been fighting for, what is now weeks, I believe has now caught up to me. So, great. I um, eventually took myself off to bed feeling pretty rubbish. And woke up Sunday morning like I'd been hit by a truck. Uh, and that was the first time I woke up because um, super genius that I am, I'm like, I'm going to get up at eight and get all my jobs done. So when nine o'clock rolled around and I'm like, why is it nine o'clock? Like, oh, damn it, I turned my alarm off. Okay, that's fine. You know, nine o'clock, we can deal with that. Uh, but was ill. Was ill. Um, spoilers. Did not get out of bed at 9 o'clock. Did one of those, I'll just lay here for a minute, compose myself, and then I'll get up. And then I opened my eyes and went, why is it a lot later than it was the last time I looked at the time? Damn it. Um, woke up pouring sweat. Was like, I mean, this is just absolutely delightful, this is. Uh, got up, felt like I'd been hit by a bus, got showered, that didn't help much, other than, you know, I suppose making the sweat clean, if that makes sense. Um, tried to go about my day, uh, realised quite quickly that the day was basically a write-off at this point, and had to sort of succumb to illness. <coughs> oh, cough for effect there and all. So, very much like the crushing depression, I was like, well, maybe I should be looking at why I'm unwell. Um, like I said, I've been dealing with, like, low-level cold symptoms for weeks. It's the time of year for it. You can have to take that. As it comes, etc., etc. I was like, part of me feels there's more going on here than I'm than I'm initially seeing. Let's review. So I did, and I went, how many days this week have I got up before six o'clock in the morning? Realised that for the last few weeks, uh, rather than being one. Two, yeah, it was more like four. Okay, on those days, how many of those days run into the being up for 18, 19 more hours, being at full pelt from the moment of stepping out of bed? Going climbing at ridiculous clock in the morning, um, having uh, having to get my youngest daughter to school, having my son all day, 
collect my daughter from school, having to fit a workout in, uh, getting on the treadmill, all of that in that time, trying to get, you know, jobs done during the day, to then fly into double podcast, which need coding and uploading before bed, which on those days ends up being a lot later, to then get up at quarter to six the next day and repeat some of these processes whilst also going into the office. It's like, oh, I know what's happened here. What's happened here is my body has said, dude, you cannot keep burning the candle at both ends and just thinking it's going to be fine. Yeah, why don't you have another coffee? That'll solve the problem. Absolutely does solve the problem, doesn't it, though? (laughs) So there's been this, what started as one day a week turned into two days a week. You know, one of those two days was a Saturday. (coughs) Dedicated rest day? Absolutely not. Sundays, uh, you know, your dedicated rest day, but got to get up, got to get out, long dog walk. All that sort of stuff that's going on. Realised that the one and two early starts were turning into three and four. Those early starts were apparently going hand in hand with late nights. And the realisation of going, I am ill because my body has gone enough's enough. It's time to take a break. And if you won't, then I will. So obviously I had to take that on board take the time out you know Sunday wasn't great Monday better but still not great did the old I'll work from home rather than go in the office and swap my days so I'm in the office today um and yeah problem that I've got is I don't know what the solution is the solution is, oh, I need to cut back on stuff. But I don't know where. Getting up early and cut back on that, but I'd have to give up an activity. I can't see that happening. Staying up late. i got podcasts to do, as you lovely people know. <laughs> it's not happening, is it? So... Don't actually know what the answer on that one is. Um, still still trying to work it out. But hey, I'm recording a podcast at 20 to 11, which needs going and uploading before I go to bed. Uh, and I'm up at quarter six in the morning. So I obviously learned. That is the week. Now I know what you're thinking. Hang on a minute. We're 20 minutes in and you're done with the week. Yes. As I said at the start, there's a lot of other stuff to go through. I do need to look something up. I might have to cut some of this out because there's a a lot. As I said, I watched a stand-up special. In fact, I actually watched two stand-up specials on YouTube following, weirdly, with the release of another stand-up special on Netflix. And all three were by the same person. There is a comedian called Matt Reif. He has gone from being completely unheard of to completely blowing up within a year. 
And it's not like he started a year ago. He's been doing comedy for like 16 years or something. Had little bits here and there. A variety of different amounts of fame. But not the sort of stuff the average guy, i.e. me, knows about. Then he found himself on a couple of podcasts that I listen to. Then he started popping up in my YouTube feed. Next thing I'm like, who is this guy and do I need to be more aware of him? The running joke, excuse the pun, is that he has got 16 million followers on TikTok. Um, Young guy, I think he's like 28. Um, And one of the big draws is that allegedly is a very attractive young man. I don't know, couldn't tell you what an attractive man is for love and money. That is not a joke. I can tell you what other people have told me is an attractive man. Outside of that, I am at a loss. So, I did the best possible thing in this situation, and I watched a series of stand-up specials in the wrong order and regretted my decision almost immediately. So... I looked at what was the most recent stand-up special on YouTube and watched that one first. Wrong idea. What I should have done is looked up the first stand-up special and watched that one first because that would have made more sense, get a bit more of a feel of where he started and where he's coming from, rather than jumping in at the deep end and going, hey, this guy's pretty good. One of those people... Yes, some laugh-out-loud stuff, mostly more of a chuckle, and more often than not has a message to get across. I'm on board for all of that. I watched, uh, I think it's actually, I've written down Matt Stephen Rife, but I think it might be Matthew, uh, his last stand-up special on YouTube. Um, it It was good, it was really good, I really enjoyed it. Had a good old chuckle. I then watched um, the stand-up special that came before it called uh, Matt Rife OnlyFans. And although it was it was fine, it was it was okay, it was good, not as good, which not really what you want. I should have watched them the other way around, managed my expectations a bit more. Literally, as I'm watching these, an advert pops up. Hey, this guy's got a brand new Netflix stand-up special that comes out tomorrow. And I'm like, really? So I made sure in the the remainder of that day to digest the rest of the the OnlyFans special. I was like, yeah, it was fine. And then the next day, dived into the Netflix special Matt Rife Natural Selection it was good very, uh, you can see that jump in production, you can see that jump in um, like proper theatre everything's just turned up Um, and it was good the thing I found interesting 
was that I finished watching it. I went, that was good. I enjoyed that. I walked away from it. I left it. I went back to it and I put it on again. I was like, I don't know whether I really watched it fully. I think I watched some when I was eating my tea. Uh, I think I watched some when uh, Leanne was around. So uh, there might have been some talking. Did I watch it all? Maybe I'll watch it again. So I put it on and I watched it again. I was like, there we go. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I think I seem to think I remember remembered it, seeing it all the first time. So that's that's fine. That's good. A little while passed and I was like, maybe I should give it another go. You know, there's nothing wrong with watching a stand-up special a few times. Um... Most of the comedians that I uh, watch and enjoy, I've seen their stand-up special many times. <coughs> Maybe I should give it another whirl. Yeah, in the space of two days, I watched it four times. Now, not the best stand-up special I've ever seen. Not the worst. So, there's that. What I will say is, as far as, like, Ease of watching's concerned. I think that's where it 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 falls into that easy watching, very very enjoyable from that sense. You can just put it on, even put it on just to listen to sort of thing. Very enjoyable. I need to look something up, which I've already started doing, as to not delay. Oh, look at that. Batman the Animated Series. Oh, why would you do this to me? Ah, okay. Scott Pilgrim Takes Off is what I had to look up. I watched episode one of Scott Pilgrim Takes Off because I'd seen a review saying that it was very good. Basically, it is a cartoon version, an animated version of the movie, which was a movie version of the Scott Pilgrim graphic novels. There have been um, like things like 8-bit computer games released since the movie, etc, etc. Um, I know from seeing all the stuff on it, executive producer Edgar Wright, who was the director of the film, all of that. My <coughs> 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 word, after saying that, I felt felt better. I think it was when my body heard that I absolutely hadn't learnt my lesson and it's trying to take me down right now. So I need to I need to crack on. Um I watched the first episode. The first episode is X amount of the film, right up to the point where things changed and I went Oh, I thought we were just doing the film. Are we not? Um start of the second episode didn't get very far in it. It's it's good. It's enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Um, putting these things on the list meant I could tick off the watched TV this week, which I was super happy about. Um, I've watched some movies, some of them new. Um, I watched a film called Plane. Um, and the reason I watched it was because, uh, of a different podcast that I listened to, uh, how... Did This Get Made, I think it's called. Uh, which is a movie podcast. And throughout 
a series of episodes of this podcast, any time they had to reference a good film, they referenced the movie Plane. And I'm like, well, they don't mean snakes on a plane, and they don't mean flight or sully. Or, so there's a film called Plane? They were talking like, oh, Gerard Butler's in it, and, and it's great. It's the best film of the year. And all this, I'm like, are they taking the mick? Next thing, free to prime customers, plain. I'm like, what is the deal with this film? What is happening here? I was like, right, okay. Well, if it's the best film of the year, then I'm going to have to watch it. Honestly, not going to lie, I'm a bit dubious about the whole thing. So I put it on. Gerard Butler, he's a pilot. They've got to, uh, they've got to fly this plane. It's um, New Year's Eve. There's next to no passengers, etc. One of the passengers is a um, is a convict who is being transported on the plane. Now then, I'm like, okay. We've got a convict on the plane. Somebody's the bad guy. Somebody is in cahoots with the convict. They are absolutely going to do something to hijack the plane or make the plane crash or whatever. And that's the story. Like, and I was, and I was like looking at all these people, like the co-pilot and the the head um, air hostess. I was like, these guys are dodgy. A suspect. These are the guys. These are the ones. These are the ones that are going to help that help the convict escape. And there was all this stuff about oh the weather. The weather's bad. Now I know what you're thinking. Hey, hang on. That's a lot of a lot of spoilers right there. No, the reason I said all of that is because that are not spoilers. None of that happened. Some of that happened. Not all of that happened. The important stuff I said, none of that happened. Plane is a movie where things like the CG is terrible. You're like, oh, I'm supposed to believe that's a real plane, am I? Because I don't. There are characters who are so incredibly cliche, you're like... Is this serious? Is this done seriously? Because, come on. And the whole time I was watching this film, all I could, all I kept thinking was, this film has no right to be this good. Nothing made sense. By rights, it should have been a straight-to-video if they'd still do those sorts of things. Straight to video release. Gerard Butler has finally decided he's in the twilight of his career and he's decided to do some straight to video stuff, which I believe has happened. I believe Gerard Butler may have done a straight to video movie in the last year or so. I like, that's what this film should be. But it's not. And... It's one of those, I can't even, without telling you exactly what happens in it, I can't describe to you enough how this film was better than it had any right to be. 
it was one of the weirdest movie experiences I've ever had. So strange. Um, just want to take a moment to talk about a film that I've talked about at length previously. Um, I, does, I decided that me and my youngest daughter were going to spend some time together. Um, I find that at the moment it's important to try and get um, individual time with my children. Try and keep them on an even keel. Uh, my youngest daughter um, seems to be the one that's um, needing it most at the moment. And that's fine. So she um, had dedicated time with Leanne. Um the other evening and that seemed to be really good for her so i was like hey i'm gonna do the same where there's a point in time where i can just pause everything me and her can get snuggled up on the sofa and we can watch a movie so the time comes and i'm like right what are we doing then she's like i want to watch a film so she was like i want to watch the new paw patrol movie and i said it's not out yet the reason I say it like that is because that's what she says to me every time. Why like, is not it's not out? We can't do that. So she's like, hmm. I want to watch. And I'm like, we're gonna go through all the same films as always. She's gonna say, I wanna watch Hercules. I wanna watch what she calls um Baymax Six. Um, she'll ask to watch Elemental and Encanto and all of these So I'm bracing myself For a series of no 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 And she Fired off what could only Be described as the most inspired choice Ever she said I want to watch How to Train Your Dragon and I went yes We are Absolutely doing that uh, First one it Isn't on a streaming service at the moment Which is just baffling because it's always On a streaming service Luckily for everybody involved, I own it. Because, you know, one of my favourite films. Uh, we put it on, we sat, we snuggled up on the sofa. That film is fantastic. I can't describe I can't describe it. That film is fantastic. I think it's probably in that category of a perfect film. Honestly, it's a fantastic movie. She absolutely hit the nail on the head with that one. Now then, me and Leanne have been working through some films. On and off, we don't we don't get as much of an opportunity. And more often than not, these days, Leanne's like, I think we should watch a film. And I'm like, um, okay, what film? Because, well, does anybody remember the Scream incident? Um... I was like, you know, okay, what film? Well, we were working through these films. What about the next one? I'm like, are you sure? It's not had great reviews, just so we're all on the same page. We're all clear what's happening here. Are you sure about this? I am sure about this. Me and Leanne watched The Flash. Easiest and simplest review for The Flash is I can see what everybody was going on about. Some of the CG, some of the special effects are not good. Also, it'd be nice if somebody can explain to me why 
When the Flash runs, he runs fast. Once he reaches a certain speed, he runs slow. Surely the thing, the principle is if you're getting faster, you're moving faster. Also, couldn't work out the backwards running thing. I get, I get the principle, like trying to move time in a particular direction. But I don't think that's how it works. Anyway, we watched The Flash. Some of the special effects were not good. It's as simple as that. A lot of them were, though. You know, a lot of them were. One of the big things about this, and there are going to be some spoilers here because I don't think I can talk about it otherwise, but only stuff that you would have known if you'd seen the trailer. There is another Barry. There is another Flash, who, at the point in time they come into the film, is not the Flash. So, just, just Barry. Um, There's time travel, which, you know, always going to go wrong with time travel. Uh, there is another Barry, and the other Barry is super annoying. Bearing in mind seven-eighths of the film features other Barry, you're like, this this really annoying. Um, not going to lie, absolutely fantastic to see Michael Keaton reprise the role. Um, Michael Keaton for a long time, and to some degree still is, my Batman, you know. 989 Batman was was a big deal for me. Still is. Um, I got a lot of time for Christian Bale, but more for the more for the Nolan Batman side of things rather than Christian Bale. I think he was perfectly fine as Batman and Bruce Wayne, which is often the distinction. Um, great to see him reprise the role. Great to see that they decided to, what I would call, dial up the Batman in that section of the film. Um, I felt Batman was more capable than he was in the 89 Batman and Batman Returns, um, which just made him, you know, just made that whole thing even cooler. There's a line at the back end of the film, which, without spoilers, I can't talk about, but it was something that I thought about the next day, and I went, hang on a minute. That means something bad. Um, simplest way to put it, it was fine. I know, I know, you know, I know we've got to do the whole, oh, DC films are rubbish, Marvel's the best. Marvel have not exactly been hitting it out of the park for a while now. You know, there's you could argue that the last good Marvel film was Infinity War. And I will argue that. You know, it was downhill from Endgame, let's put it that way. Um, whereas, yeah, DC might not be doing the best films, but they are... Fine. And I know fine's not always okay. But sometimes fine's better than not being good. And honestly, 
there's a couple of DC films that I've watched that I'd rather watch over some of the Marvel stuff I've seen recently. And I know that the most recent Marvel release has been not getting good reviews. So, you know, there are times when you have to ask the question, what would you rather watch? Just just throwing that out there. Um, obviously one of those things, when you've watched a film that's got a particular person in, i.e. Plane and Gerard Butler, your streaming service will say, hey, you've watched a film that had this person in, would you like to watch another film with this person in? And in this instance, it was like, hey, uh, there's this film. And I went, ah, I put that on my watch list. A film called Kandahar. Going back to the point in time where all I was watching was like... um, Military, special forces type films. Uh, Kandahar is... Gerard Butler is in... Ah, now then. Uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> Oops. Um, Iran. Um, Gerard Butler is in a Middle East country. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, he does a thing. He works for the CIA. He did a CIA type thing and then proceeded to attempt in, in, in an attempt to leave the country. Going home. The old one last job cropped up, and he said, sure. Um, he gets himself an interpreter. The interpreter may or may not be there for other reasons. No spoilers. Um, and then it gets discovered that he is responsible for something bad that happened in the country he is in. So he is then basically hunted by... Um, Variety of different special forces, um, Taliban, ISIS, etc. He is attempting to get to Kandahar. And that is basically the story. If you can get to Kandahar, you can leave the country. Um, there was the one... What was the one with... Oh, jeez, I can't even think of his name. Um... Wow. Um, yep, that's that's great, that. Because now I'm going to have to look it up. And it annoys me. What's the guy's name? Um, all I can keep thinking is James Gandolfini, and that is not the person that I'm thinking of. What was the film? What is that guy? I'm going to have to look up a different film. I'm going to have to look up Spider-Man. Uh, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. Oh, God. This is riveting, by the way. I, even I'm bored. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home? No no way. Oh, no, it was Far From Home. Why would you not bring that up as the first option? Can't Jake Gyllenhaal. Can you see where I got James Gandolfini? Completely different looking people, but that wasn't it. It was the name I was struggling with. What was the film that Jake Gyllenhaal was in that I watched and I talked about recently? Um, 
the Covenant. I would have never remembered that. Basically, Kandahar is the same film, just better. The Covenant was not good. It was not a good film. It was. It wasn't really overly enjoyable. Um, Kandahar, not not wildly more impressive, just a little bit more interesting and a little bit better. Not the best film I've ever seen. Not the worst film I've ever seen. It was just. A, I don't want to keep saying it was fine. Where I mean, it was. A solid 6 out of 10. Possibly a 7 on a good day. It wasn't a terrible film. Would I watch it again? I don't think I need to. That kind of thing. That kind of area. Uh, let's talk computer games. Um, computer game crazy at the moment. Um, no time for computer games. Many, many, many computer games to play. Isn't that just the way? Um, let's talk Assassin's Creed. Um, genuinely reached a point where I was like, I think I hate this game. All it is, is do stealth or die. Don't attempt to fight anybody. You'll die. Don't get caught. You'll die because you'll have to fight somebody and die. And I was like, this game, it's like they've taken all the claws away. Like, any bite this game had, or could have had, was removed. I reached the point where I was like, right, I'm going to give this game one last play. If I can't make something of it, I'm going to have to move on to one of the many other games I've got to play. I was like, the only thing I can think is, maybe I've not been playing it right <laughs> maybe I should use the tools at my disposal I went into the game, I started using the tools they are actually called tools and realised that doing that made the game almost completely different and made it a lot more playable um, I will say this I spent an entire evening where weirdly enough I was trying to go to bed just endlessly looking for this thing that I could not find. In the end, randomly stumbled across it. 40 minutes after I should have gone to bed. Stuff like that, super annoying. Also, one of those games where I have had to Google a fair amount which sometimes I'm okay with, because sometimes I'm like, yeah, you know, it feels a little more in-depth. Other times I'm like, I shouldn't have to be Googling where is this in this game. Um, as it is, it's kept it going for me. Um, so, a game I will go back to. Uh, right, I'm going to swap these round. Um, brace cells for this one. Uh, VR-wise, I have played Power Wash Simulator VR. Reason one, got it cheap. Reason two, had it whilst it was on, whilst I had Game Pass on the Xbox, and was like, this game will absolutely work real well in VR. And it's that thing that you then have to say to people, I'm, I'm playing Power Wash Simulator, and they look at you like you've got two heads. 
and then you get them to play it and they're like, yeah, it's great that, I love it. So it's that sort of thing. Um, biggest gripe so far is exactly the same as the version I played on the Xbox. Um, biggest plus side, it's in VR, which seems to make it a lot more accessible. Um, so there's that. Um, I saw a trailer for a game called Stride Fates, which is a sequel to the game Stride. Didn't have a lot of interest in the game Stride because there was it was heavily um, based in multiplayer, which, as we know, not my bag, baby. However, I saw this trailer for this game, Stride Fates, and went, I need that game in my life. It's Mirror's Edge in VR with lots of shooty shooty bang bang and if you if your guns fail you you can always slap the snot out of someone and i went sign me up and that's what i did as I, I was like yeah i'm gonna get this game little uh, little uh, little treaty treat unfortunately it's not not been exactly as I'd hoped. Um, outside of probably Red Matter, it's the VR game I have shouted at the most. Um, it is also a game that, as far as a game's concerned, it has had more updates since its release than any game I've ever played. I'm pretty sure it's been updated daily, which on one hand... Great, that's good, they're on top of it, they're tweaking it, they're making it work better. On the other hand, how broken was it to start with? There's this aspect of, there were things in it where I was like, this is terrible. Like, you're supposed to be able to grab stuff at a distance. Nine times out of ten, you can do it with your right hand. You dare try and do it with your left hand. You just think about trying to do it with your left hand. Good luck. There's been X number of things that have taken a game that had so easily had an opportunity to be fantastic and just went, yeah, we're going to give you the middle finger here. Things like you've got loads of weapons and you can upgrade your weapons and you can make them better and better and better. Right up to the point that you reach a level where they turn the weapons off. Yeah. You want to explain that one to me? It's alright, because that's not the only time they do it. There's the, oh, you've got no weapons level. That's a fun one, you know, you've got to find a knife here and there. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you can't run or jump. Key fundamental aspects of the game. I want to tell you that this game is fantastic and I love everything about it. But I can't, and that, I think, is the biggest issue I have with it. It promised so much, and it didn't under-deliver. It just delivered something else. I think the game is broken in a couple of places, and every time I see that it's been updated, I'm like, have they fixed that thing I think needs fixing? More often than not, the answer is no. Um... I've nearly finished it, and it's a game that you know full well expects you to play it more than once, 
probably more than a few times it expects you to go back and really explore the levels find all the collectibles upgrade your weapons so on and so forth and i know full well that there are certain levels in that game that i never want to play again now what that means is that i can go back to specific levels that i do want to play but each one of the levels has had something in it where i've gone oh i don't like that and where the rest of the level has been fine or good or enjoyable, to then have that, you go, ah, oh, you ruined it. I think I've nearly finished it. I think I might even have just like one or two levels left. One of the things that I find very interesting in this game is the levels are really long, which in a lot of ways is not a bad thing. However, if you refer back to the couple of levels I was talking about where A, you've got no weapons, and B, you, you've got weapons, but they've been turned off having really long levels in those scenarios is the absolute worst. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. I was doing a puzzle the other day. You get these locks, and you have to unlock them by doing, like, variety of different puzzles and the puzzle i was doing i i feel i feel was maybe broken so i had to look up a video on on youtube ironically um and the video didn't even help me i was like i don't know what you want but i can't progress in the game without solving this puzzle and i lost my shit Anyway, that is not the podcast you thought you were getting, but it is the podcast that it was. That is it for me for this week. Uh, I can feel good about myself for recording the podcast when I could have quite easily gone and played computer games instead. Yay me. Thanks a lot if you made it this far, and I'm going to catch you next time. There we go, a little bit of a different one for you. What did you think? Was it okay? Was it okay to be a bit different this week? No? Anyway, big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here. Be part of the crew. Like, share, subscribe, comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review and check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cookie Cast.